This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Lucy Watkin. It's Friday, the 26th of November. In your Sport Today, the women's Big Bash final is set. The Bulldogs sign another star. A racing legend calls time on his career and the surprise of a lifetime. This is your Sport Today. Let's begin with the women's big bash because last night the Adelaide Strikers beat the Melbourne Renegades by nine wickets in the preliminary final. Loose, that means the Strikers are in the grand final and once again, their bowlers set up the win. Yeah, for the second night in a row, the match was pretty much over at the change of innings. On Wednesday night, the Strikers kept the Brisbane Heat to 114. Last night, it was just 8 for 83. That score was quickly chased down by the Strikers. They lost just one wicket and had more than nine overs remaining. The match couldn't have started any better for the Strikers. Aussie swing bowler Megan Shute took a wicket with the first bowl. That really set the tone for the match and had my housemate do a welfare check on me. But <laughs> Teenage fast bowler Darcy Brown was named player of the match. She had figures of two wickets for nine runs from her four overs. What happened when that first wicket went down loose? I was yelling and screaming and I got a message that just said, are you okay? (laughs) Well, look, it was a comprehensive win anyway, you look at it. Uh, So now we've got the final to look forward to. It's over in Perth, loose, and one way or another, we're going to have a new champion. Yep, none of these teams have won at the WBBL before. The Scorchers will start the final as favourites. They were the best team in the regular season, but they haven't played for a week because top spot goes straight through to the final. The two teams met twice in the regular season. The Scorchers won both matches, but they were pretty close. In fact, the first match went to a super over, but Scorchers all-rounder Sophie Devine, she hit two sixes from two balls to win the game. There are no restrictions on crowds in Western Australia, and the Scorchers say they're hoping more than 40,000 fans can make the match on Saturday. Yeah, that'll make some kind of atmosphere for the final. Uh, The game starts at 4.10 local time. That's 7.10 Australian Eastern Daylight Time. You can watch it on Network 7, Foxtel, KO, and listen to it on ABC Grandstand Radio. Today's trivia question, which is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile, name the three teams that have won a WBBL title. Uh, Lucy, you got a clue for us? Well, there's three teams that have won them, but they're from two states. Well, that's a good clue. Uh, find out the answer at the end of the show. Let's stay with cricket for a sec because while most of the headlines have been about Tim Payne and the Australian captaincy, uh, there's still the number five batting spot up for grabs in the test team. It's between Usman Kawaja and Travis Head and yesterday Kawaja might have inadvertently helped head out. So a bit of context here, the selectors have said they haven't made up their mind yet on who will get the number five spot. So every innings before the first Ashes test counts. Kawadra and Head are playing in a Sheffield Shield match this week, but neither batter put up a big score on the board in their first innings. Kawadra is the Queensland captain and because his side had such a big lead after both teams batted, he made South Australia and Head bat again instead of Queensland having another go. The move kind of backfired because Head took his chance and scored 101 and that might put him ahead of Kawaja now. 
Yeah, that was Kawaja putting his team ahead of himself. Uh, Queensland will have to bat again today, but they're not chasing many runs, so Kawaja might not get another innings. It's a big talking point in cricket, and we want to know what you think. Who should bat at number five in the first test? Is it Head or Kawaja? We're going to chuck up a poll on our Instagram page, so get out there and have a vote and let us know. You can find us at sporttoday underscore au. Go and have a vote, and we'll bring you the results next week. Our Rugby League fans will know that November 1 was meant to signal the start of a signing spree in the NRL, especially with that new club, the Dolphins, in the mix. Well, the Dolphins, they've been pretty quiet, but there has been a bit of player movement with the Bulldogs getting a couple of big names. Yeah, one is official and the other not so official. The one that's locked in is former Eels hooker Reid Marnie. He's signed on for four years at the Dogs starting in 2023. The unofficial one is second rower Viliami Kikau from the Panthers. Security camera footage of Kikau in a Canterbury polo with Dogs coach Trent Barrett was leaked last week. Both clubs have said the move is on, but it hasn't officially been announced just yet. They are both big signings for the Bulldogs. Marnie and Kikau are rated among the best in their position and they're leaving some pretty big holes back at their old clubs. Yeah, the Bulldogs finished last in 2021 and they've also added Josh Adokar and Matt Burden for next season. Could 2022 be the year of the Dogs? Well, it's actually the year of the Tiger. So look out for my West Tigers loose. Well, Tigers, I'm not a Richmond fan in the AFL, so that doesn't bode well. This weekend in Melbourne, one of Australia's best jockeys will retire. Uh, Glenn Boss says the Zipping Classic in Caulfield this Saturday will be his last race. Boss is one of the most successful Australian jockeys ever, and he'll always be remembered for riding Melbourne Cup champion Maccabi Diva. Yeah, he was the jockey on Maccabi Diva for her three Melbourne Cup wins in a row. Boss says he's been thinking of retiring for the past six months. He says at 52, he's still at the top of his game physically, but he says he's starting to slip mentally. He won pretty much everything in Australian racing, 90 Group 1 wins, three Melbourne Cups. He's won the Golden Slipper, Golden Eagle, Cox Plate and the Everest. The only big race he missed out on was the Caulfield Cup. Yeah, and he hasn't ridden a winner since August, but he's on the favourite Spanish mission in the Zipping Classic at Caulfield this weekend. That race is on at 4.20pm Australian Eastern Daylight Time. Let's go from one Aussie at the end of his career to one that's right at the start of theirs because there's an Australian making headlines in the NBA and it's not Ben Simmons. No, we haven't heard much from Simmons in a little while. He's still in that standoff with the 76ers. The Aussie making headlines is 19-year-old Josh Giddy. He plays for the Oklahoma City Thunder, and this week he joined a pretty exclusive club. He's only the third teenager to record 100 rebounds and 100 assists in his first 20 games, and Giddy did it in 18. The other two members of that group are LeBron James and LaMelo Ball, Everyone knows LeBron, but Aussie fans might remember LaMelo. He played here in Australia before moving to the NBA. He was the Rookie of the Year last year, and there's talk Giddy could win that award this year. Yeah, he's in some pretty illustrious company. Uh, the last Aussie to win a Rookie of the Year was Ben Simmons. A bit of free trivia for you, Luce. Yep, I definitely knew that one. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you would, Luce. Uh, the Thunder play their next game on Saturday here in Australia against the Washington Wizards. 
The Kiss Camp at sporting events provides bulk laughs every year. It's one of my favorite things at every match. And yesterday at a basketball game in the US, a fan got the shock of a lifetime. There are usually laughs, but we also love a little wholesome moment as well on the Kiss Cam. So Kiss Cam is where a camera focuses on a couple and the vision is projected on the big screen and for the camera to move off the couples, they have to kiss. It's often awkward and funny. I think I'd definitely be more on the awkward side if I was on it. And at the Hornets Magic NBA game yesterday, the camera was on a husband and wife and they obliged with a kiss. But on the screen, the wife had organised a special message to be shown. It said, Congrats, James. You're going to be a dad. Fair to say the husband was taken aback by the news. Yeah, he looked pretty stunned, but he also looked very happy too. I mean, it's hard not to tear up when you watch that video. I'll put a link to it in the episode notes so you can check it out. Time for Catch This, the stuff that caught our eye on what's coming up. Uh, It's a big weekend of sport, but Luce, I think I know what you're going to be talking about. Yep, it's all about the Matildas for me this weekend. It's the first of two games against the USA tomorrow at 3pm at Stadium Australia. I'll be making my way up to Sydney for that one. And they're talking about a record-breaking crowd, which is really exciting. But if you can't be there, it's going to be on Channel 10 and that will start at 3pm Australian Eastern Daylight Time. I'll be tuning in for sure, Luce. All right, as for today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile, name the three teams that have won a WBBL title. Luce, who were they? They were the Sixers, the Thunder and the Heat. Yep, they've won two WBBL titles each. Uh, So we're going to have a new champion uh, tomorrow. Uh, All right, that's it for us this week on Sport Today. Thank you so much for tuning in. Lucy, good luck at the Matildas tomorrow. Hopefully the kiss cam isn't on you. Hopefully not. I don't have any baby news to share, so it could get awkward. (laughs) Okay. uh, (laughs) Enjoy your weekend of sport, and we'll catch you again on Monday.